Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. So Jill, last night I was a guest on a podcast. I know. Not this podcast. Not this podcast. A different podcast that deals specifically with your mental health and just, you know, raising awareness. And one of the things that I found super interesting with the experts that were on it is that one of the experts said that our bodies are made to be self-healing and that if we just stop long enough and pause and we listen to our what's going on in our mind and we really listen to what's going on with our body then that discomfort might lead us to figuring out what to do with it what do you think about that i like that i like that a lot because i had a conversation today with my friend jill (laughs) and we talked about the fact that you are born with all your gifts interesting and that Mm -hmm. everyone is born with different gifts Mm -hmm. and so when you talk about pausing and listening Mm -hmm. I feel that that is trying to get back to your roots right trying to get back to your gifts Mm -hmm. if you will right or just trying to unpack them to understand that there's no one else like you in this world right and you have a purpose and everything that you bring to the table there's a reason for it and so but i think it's very difficult for all of us to pause Mm -hmm. and especially to listen right because that is where you're intentionally moving all distractions away from your life right and just sitting and feeling all the feels Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally and if we can't easily identify what we are feeling then a lot of times we push it away or we'll say i'll deal with that later i'll feel with i'll feel it i'll figure it out i'll just until i'm ready to i'll just move it away i think that with that deep understanding right the self-awareness the inner knowing that's what you're getting at is truly understanding what's going on inside of you and it may be coming out right so a lot of times what's going on emotionally manifests physically and if we do again stop and pause it isn't always comfortable a lot of times it's messy and it's work and we live in such a overachiever land that if we can't check it off at the end of the day, we just don't want to really do that work. But I think it's so worth it because if we were doing more of our own self-healing, I do believe just like strengths, just like that innate ability that we all have, if we would do our own self-healing, then we could move past a lot of things that are that we rely on prescription drugs for that we rely on the quick fix 
we rely on the diet of the day or the bottle, whatever. Whatever your fix is to feel better, if it isn't coming with an understanding of what it is that is within you, that's causing you to seek a treatment of whatever sort, a self-treatment, a prescription treatment, whatever it is. If you're not identifying where that's coming from, you may actually not really be getting to the root of the issue. Right. And when you say the word messy, when I think of that, I think of conversations that are difficult, possibly with someone. Mm-hmm. And then I think you have to have difficult conversations with yourself and ask the why, and then ask the why of the why, and the why of the why of the why, mm-hmm. and get down to the heart of the matter. Right. And it's like anything, when we have difficult conversations that we have to have or difficult things that we have to do, Mm -hmm. think about how much relief you feel after that's done. Right. And how much growth in just that short amount of time that you had that conversation with that person. Mm Mm-hmm how much growth is achieved. Right. And a lot of times the messiness is more in our head than what it actually is. Mm -hmm. I will do that. I will think, oh gosh, you know, they're not going to want to do this and they're going to be upset with this and that. Mm -hmm. And then you talk to them like, oh yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why did I get myself in such turmoil? Right. You know, so when you think about the messiness, think about it as really getting to the root of your being. And when you really know yourself, imagine how wonderful that is to walk in the world and feel aligned with the actions that you're doing, the words that you're saying, because you know that you are truly bringing out the gifts that you're born with. Sure. That's you. That's authentically you. You. I agree. Even the most positive person has some negative self-talk. And I think that that negative self-talk drives then our perceptions of what's going to happen. And we play this what-if game before for anything even is known or real or realized. I was having lunch with a cousin who had just kind of worked himself into a frenzy over a work situation, rightfully so, like being upset about it and what was going on, and wanted my perspective as someone who has managed people and what he might be able to expect going into a supervisor's office and having a what he considered a difficult conversation. He's new to the workforce, you know, he's a recent college graduate. So he's just good job for him to ask some questions and gain perspective from someone who isn't super close to him and just telling him what he wants to hear. And someone, though, that may be able to say, have you thought about this? 
with some life perspective and certainly employment perspective. So we were just talking through and and I was like, okay, well, let's just worst case this. What is the worst case? Like for you, why is this making you not sleep at night? Why is this giving you anxiety? What is going on? And so we walk through that. And then I said, okay, so if these things play out and this happens, that's the worst of it. And he, he just kind of stared at me and was like, oh, it doesn't seem so bad now that I say it out loud. I'm like, and how about this? What if that is the worst of it and that's not even what you get, but you might get X, Y, and Z. And so it was just interesting watching him process a little bit differently because for him, he immediately went to where the negative self-talk was taking him instead of, oh wait, this is what I bring to the table. This is how I could have this conversation. This is how I could approach it. And I might be able to have a different outcome that I'm not anticipating because I don't control who is receiving this, but I do control myself. And I know myself. I know myself better than anyone. And that's where my focus should be is just me and how I will be going into this. And I think sometimes we forget that because we're, the anticipation is always about what reaction we might get or assuming we know what the other person's going to do. And sometimes we don't put it in our minds that the other person might be our cheerleader. They might be our biggest fan or they might actually see us better than we see ourselves. Yeah, that is a very good point. The negative self-talk, it, it puts us right out of the game, mm-hmm. right out the gate. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you turn that around and say, no, this is going to happen. And the pump up that you give yourself at that point. Mm-hmm. So recently in the last week, I've had to go around and solicit different businesses for a donation for the dragon boat racing pink paddle party that we're having. Mm-hmm. And that is really not something that I enjoy doing. Sure. However, um, I definitely will do it. I'm part of the team. This is what it takes to have this organization. And I am pleasantly surprised every time I approach a business, explain this is our organization, this is Mm -hmm. what we're doing, this is how. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm in. Because you're vast. Because I've asked. Engaged, and you've given them a compelling reason to yes. support you. Yes, and right? so it's like change my mindset. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to say yes. Right. Not that I have to go in there and sway them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, they want to support this organization. Mm-hmm. So I think approaching it with that different mindset of, yeah, this is going to work. There's no reason why it. It shouldn't work. And then, if for some reason it doesn't turn out, that doesn't mean failure. No. That just means, oh, I just learned something on how to tweak it the next time. Absolutely. Because you're better off for having shared information. You're raising awareness. And it may just be timing and something you can't control for that business. But you might now be on that business's radar for the next time. Right. 
And I do feel that that's happened this year. Mm -hmm. Because some people said, oh, I remember you from last year. Mm, Nice. And I can also say yes and thank you for Mm. your contribution last year of this Mm -hmm. $250 necklace. Yeah. You know, so I think it's the the pausing and the listening to understand you are much stronger than what you give yourself credit for. I agree. And there's no one else like you out there. No one. And have fun discovering these gifts about yourself mm-hmm. because it's it's unfolding throughout your lifetime. So Jill, what would you say are some tips that you would give or what are things that you do to take that pause and to take care of yourself so that when your maybe your mind and your body aren't <laughs> uh, playing so nicely together, that and you do need to take that pause, and there maybe is some discomfort that you can bring yourself back to whole, that you can do some of your own self healing. What does that look like for you? So what that looks like for me is one writing down the things that I'm grateful for. Mm, like what mm-hmm. are three things? That I'm grateful for today. Mm-hmm. And I usually do this in the morning. You know what? I am grateful that this weather is awesome. Mm-hmm. I am grateful that my faith is growing. I am grateful for the fact that I was able to get it out of bed today. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, And I can go drive a car. These are the things where, you know, some days it might be a deeper grateful thought um, but other days it might be, man, I'm really grateful for those great peaches. That I sure. Um, and that's just it. Gratitude doesn't have to be grandiose. No, no. But but it changes your mind. Mm-hmm. It changes your mind and it gives you confidence and it makes you realize what a wonderful life you have. Mm-hmm. And when you have that wonderful life, you need to live it and you need to share it. Mm-hmm. So I do that a lot. I do... Um, Writing that down. And then at the end of the week, I write down five things that happened to me that week Mm -hmm. that I want to remember. And then at the end of the year, I'm going to read those New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. and, you know, look back. Because when you look at your life and I pause, I create this. Right. I am responsible for this. Mm -hmm. And so... I want it to be the best it can be. Sure. And and I know it can be the best it can be. For sure. And it can only get better. Yeah. So I like to do that. And I'm also, other things I do is physically work it out. Mm-hmm. When you feel strong physically, it helps me mentally. Sure. For sure. So yeah. those are just, yeah. you know, off the top of my head things that I mm-hmm. consistently do. Yeah. What about you, Casey? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that I have gotten in the practice of trying to be more present, so being more mindful. And so one of the ways that I do that, and I do think it connects me, mind, body, and spirit, is uh, there's a really simple meditation and it's the, like the power of threes. So what three things are you hearing? What three things are you seeing? And what three things are you feeling? And it can be actual physical touch. It doesn't have to be an emotion. 
it can be and you could probably do another three so i guess that would be the three four you know four threes but um i love it because it may it grounds me to pause and take notice of what am i seeing and it, it again it doesn't have to be anything spectacular it can be i see the blue paint on a wall it can be i see a beautiful portrait in front of me it whatever it is that is calling itself to your attention and then what are you hearing what are you feeling and sometimes it's i'm feeling the cotton against my skin or i'm i love doing this outside because i love it never well i shouldn't say never it rarely fails that there will be a nice breeze or something right and so i will be able to take in all that is beautiful outside and have that part of the meditation and that also grounds me as being outdoors one thing that i have really also tried to focus on is just to take each day as it comes and really being more mindful whatever presents itself so the other day jill when i left the gym it was pouring now most people would start you know just grousing about that and i was like heck yes because i did not have an umbrella i was already sweaty from the gym and i just walked home in the rain with my head tilted towards the sky letting those raindrops just splash my face i was just taking it all in and I don't know the last time that, you know, I just was so thankful that I I just was so present. And I wasn't like, oh, it's raining, you know, like, because I think sometimes we think that that's going to ruin things. And it, it, just take it as it comes. Oh, it rained, you know, and I just, great, my flowers are going to get a, a little bit of a drink today or whatever. And it's not that I am Pollyanna. You know me, Jill. I am not. <laughs> no. I just, again, trying to be more present, I just start really appreciating. That same day, there were two really big puddles, and I'm not going to lie, I took my shoes and socks off right in the middle of the walkway, and I was like, you better believe I'm going to splash in these puddles. What else am I going to do? I'm not going to be mad because I'm walking home in the rain. I'm going to take all of this in. I'm going to enjoy it. And I just think that we have those opportunities, but we miss them because uh, we, we just get too far caught up in how it can ruin something for us as opposed to it just is what it is. So yes. I'm going to just celebrate that it is what it is. Yeah, celebrate and understand that the, the mind is constantly changing mm -hmm. and, and you can turn it. And it's up to you if you want to turn it slow or you want to turn it quick. You can turn your mind around. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jill, with that, let's leave everyone on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R 
S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.